It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Bite-sized bits of nerdiness and the nugs are dank. Nerding out nuggets. Welcome, everybody. It's an all-new Nerding Out Nuggets. Today, Cameron and I are going to give our thoughts about Black Adam. Yeah, Teth Adam. Which was number one again at the box office. Make sure you're subscribed and following Nerding Out LA on Facebook and Twitter, Nerding Out on Instagram. There will be spoilage from Black Adam coming at you. So if you don't want to be spoiled. How long has it been out? Uh, two weeks. Yeah, so that spoiler window is definitely <laughs> way closed. That spoiler you know? window has closed. But if you have yet to catch up with the movie, maybe you want to come back. Um, it was a tough Sunday this week, Cameron. It was rough. House of the Dragon season one wrapped up, and it was kind of crushing on Sunday. I was, was really a bummed out. Gaping hole. Yeah. Uh, so we're gonna figure out a way to move on. Mm-hmm. And one of the things we did this weekend was finally check out Black Adam. Yeah. And uh, before we talk about it, let's talk about these changes over at DC. Very exciting. Uh, namely, James Gunn and his producing partner, Peter Safran, being named the heads of DC. Yeah. Which is now the DCU. DC Don't get it universe. twisted. Don't get it twisted with DCEU. That's officially dead. Not that it ever really got off the I, ground. Yeah. I mean, cool. So what, what do you think? What are your thoughts? I think it's going to be great. I, I, think I really do. It's a great move. Uh, Supreme douche overlord David Zaslav did say that they want a 10-year plan in place for DC. I mean, I think that that's a smart idea, having a plan in place. Right, and that um, they were looking to install like a Kevin Feige-type head. What I think is cool about it mm-hmm. is um, the response from Kevin Feige and the response from James Gunn about the whole thing. Yeah, They're well, both very supportive of one another that's great and essentially said a dollar for one doesn't mean a dollar taken away from the other right and, and, and that's what we've been we saying we have been and i think this will refocus things i don't think james gunn is going to come in and go how can we do what marvel's doing i right. think he's just going to focus the thing right and it'll be really good in the long run right because this it's... is the the lifeblood that they needed and they should have done this a long time ago and quite frankly why didn't they it makes no sense why, d- how did it take this long? And I'm not even saying James Gunn specifically. How did it take this long right. to establish this ahead organization? Like, well, and that's what we've been saying about Warner this entire time. Why do they have so many goddamn cooks in the kitchen? There's a lot of cooks. Right. And so that is what they're scaling back on. Thank God. But his influence is not going to happen overnight. Mm-hmm. That's what we're saying. It's a 10-year plan. There's a lot of projects in the can Four movies coming out next year. Yeah. That he's not going to have any influence on. Shazam, Fury of the Gods, 
The Flash movie, Blue Beetle, Aquaman 2. Mm-hmm. So they're all pretty much done unless they're, you know, putting final special effects in and stuff like that. That's yeah. why Aquaman got delayed. Uh, there's some DC series hitting HBO Max that he's not going to have influence over. Titan season four drops this week. Doom Patrol season four. Rip. Mm-hmm. That drops December 8th. And um, I think these episodes you've got season four episodes of Doom Patrol and then you'll have one more set of season four episodes. So they'll be right. allowed to like wrap up the show because mm-hmm. I told you when David Zasloff took over I thought Doom Patrol was going to swing yeah I mean I'm surprised that a lot of shows didn't get the axe wonder if anybody's hitting up James Gunn asking him about Batgirl can we just uh, see Batgirl or is that thing just dead I don't I, I still believe that they're going to release that at some point yeah on a streaming service I it's not going to so. go to theaters I think it's going to be like HBO it's Max it's going to be like Snyder on- Cut Okay. Essentially. But also, that being said, the noise on that has quieted down so much. Yeah. Uh, There is a ton of stuff in development as well. You've got the Joker sequel. Yeah. Folle Adieu. Joker 2, the musical. Has a date on the calendar. October 4th, 2024. You you seem less than excited about it. Yeah. I mean, I don't... uh, (laughs) They should have just done a one and done with that movie. Oh, yeah. That is true. A musical, Lady Gaga. Well, I mean, we're in it to win it. In development, Wonder Woman 3. Can't be worse than Wonder Woman yeah. 2. <laughs> Wonder Woman 3, the the way up. <laughs> uh, the Penguin spinoff series from the Batman. That That's I'm looking forward still to. Still happening. The Batman 2, uh-huh. Constantine 2, Peacemaker Season 2, which is going to be James Gunn's first project as the head of Peacemaker. DC. So, I mean, I have nothing but high hopes. The yeah, future of DC. It includes Henry Cavill coming back in the fold as Superman. He's walking away from The Witcher. And we're, I mean, that's why he's walking away from The Witcher, yes? Uh, yeah. Don't you think? I definitely think so, okay. for sure. Uh, I'm Liam wondering Hemsworth. if this is going to mean Man of Steel too, because that was always a big hang-up for Cavill. Like, he didn't want to continue on as Superman just doing guest spots if there I wasn't mean, going to be a commitment to Man of uh, Steel too. Yeah, he should have a couple of his own movies. Okay, I, I'm into it. He Good. does show up in the mid credit scene in Black Adam. After spoiler. Amanda, I said spoilage at the top of this. <laughs> after Amanda Waller tells Black Adam that she will deploy heroes not from this planet to keep him in check. If you're Viola Davis. Yes. Aren't you like, man, how have I hung in this long? If you're Viola Davis, you're like, fuck yeah, I'm getting paid I know. for like a day of work. But aren't you like, I can't believe I'm still here with all the things that changed and moved over okay, the years. But all the things they've changed. It's Viola Davis playing I a kick-ass it. role. I'm not saying I hate her. I think you said you just I'm want her to die. If you're her, aren't you waking up every morning going, man, I'm lucky. <laughs> I'm Viola Davis. And she's perfect in that role. Yeah, Anytime she, she pops up, I love seeing her. So. Did you ever watch that show on ABC that she did? Oh. How to Get Away with Murder? I haven't, no. It's good. Yeah? The first season I was heard really the first good. season was really good. And then it fell off. And then fell off quite a bit. Now, Black Adam. Has a it's made a hundred and eleven million dollars here in the states, two hundred and forty million globally. Mm-hmm. Has a thirty nine percent from critics on Rotten Tomatoes, a ninety percent from the audience. Sure, I think for me, Black Adam is somewhere in the middle of that. Agreed. I will give it a are we letter grading or are we percentaging? Do do a Rotten Tomatoes percentage. Seventy percent. Okay, I was gonna give it like sixty sixty five. Yeah, I think there's good things in it. But I also agree with uh, this critic. This is a dude from Common Sense Media. He wrote, 
occasionally exploring themes of what it means to be heroic or villainous with shades of gray in between. This superhero movie collapses into a boring bash fest with barely any time to breathe. I mean, yeah, Which I, I agree with that completely. Yeah. I mean, there's the first half of the movie is a lot of like really murky right. backstory. For and sure. Like, I feel like there's a story in there somewhere. There, is. there totally is. But it's really buried. And there's parts of it where you're like, okay, this uh-huh. is pretty good. It almost seems like a different movie when that happens. For sure. Uh, poor fake country of Kondok. Kondok, yeah. That wow. thing just gets destroyed. It is the real life Tatooine. But Black Adam is their protector, uh-huh. which he sucks at. He's not very good at it. Because he destroys everything. Uh, there is some of the same mythology as Shazam. Those, yeah, which I didn't know that going in. I did know that going in. I had it's no idea. Usually like a Black Adam versus Shazam. I liked that aspect type of, of thing. It. The same wizards that gave Shazam his powers gave right. Black Adam his powers. Only they didn't give it to Black Adam. They gave it to his son. Mm-hmm. And then uh, his son transferred them over and then got murdered. And so now Black Adam's just a vengeful dude with all these powers. Right. And the wizards didn't like that. So they imprisoned him. Yeah. Until some gal lets him out looking for a crown like all that stuff is like this crown and what does it do and all that was super murky so the crown seemed like such an afterthought i know like everything like it was just thrown in there everything involved in black adam in his past i thought was interesting all but when they were was. trying to like force all the crown stuff in i was just i was definitely getting confused and the guy who was like uh who played them Right, the right. the I forget his name, Ishmael, maybe. Right, right. He is just so randomly placed. Yeah, that so part you, you don't really. I mean, he kind of tells you his motivations at some point, but right, it's just kind of out of nowhere, and it's just this rando who's the bad guy. <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of thrown in. Uh, Amanda Waller, as we said, is in the picture here. She sends the Justice Society to mm-hmm. take care of Black Adam. Dr. Fate, Hawkman, Atom Smasher, and Cyclone, and two of them are pointless. <laughs> Especially one of them. Cyclone is a poor man's storm. And he and she, Atom Smasher. Yeah, Atom Smasher is, is literally Ant-Man as a giant. And he is so miscast. And is so just destructive, he doesn't do anything. No. It's kind of funny. Like uh, Dr. Fate is Dr. Strange. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Hawkman yeah, yeah. is uh, Falcon. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. Like, there's a lot of Marvel. I mean, I don't know who did it first, quite right, frankly. Right. Sure. But that happens a lot. I or it used to happen a lot. I thought Hawkman was kind of annoying. He's just kind of like a real preachy dude. He's kind of uh, needlessly like, like moody. Yeah, needlessly moody. Needlessly too committed to the side of good, yeah. needlessly not willing to talk it out or see the other side. That being said, in terms of his costume, his yeah. action, his abilities, I really like that aspect of okay. it. Just him as a person, not yeah. that great. Uh, Pierce Brosnan as Dr. Fate. No? I loved it. That's the movie I want. I <laughs> I thought that was great. I was freaking into Dr. Fate. Same. Uh, like you said. Emotionally grounded. Mm-hmm. He has access to magic. Yeah. He could see the future. And it was kind of up to him to get Black Adam to embrace a more heroic side. 
Yeah. Not this villainous, vengeful side. I really liked. I really liked that character. Uh, yeah, I was all about Doctor Fate. Um, Cyclone and Adam Smasher. Cyclone, like I said, what is she? She and spins fast. She makes wind. What was weird about that is like, so if you think about Storm, right? Yeah. You really, it's pretty easy to get how she manipulates weather and right. stuff. Yeah. You were right in that Cyclone is just spinning around. And even when she does that, you're like, I don't know what she's accomplishing. And like, what's happening here? She's making seeing, it very windy. I'm not seeing anything happen. Right. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pointless. She's twirling. I yeah, know that. She, she is. Her hair, cool. I guess. Uh, a costume. Threw sure. some greens in there. I enjoyed a, a bit sure. of color. Yeah, I know. Pointless. Uh, the Rock. Perfect to play this character of yeah. Black Adam. I can see why he was like so desperate to get a Black Adam movie made. He's been working with on this for like a decade. So it's a passion project for him. Like I said, I think this movie did an okay job at setting up the character, but not quite enough. Like Yeah, the, I think it was just confused. I think it had too many things that it was trying to set up. You know what I mean? And I thought the... Um... It was definitely trying to set up too much. And then in terms of like the action, very yeah. repetitive. Yeah. It's directed by Kwame Colette Serra, who mm -hmm. directed The Rock in Jungle Cruise. Um, Hell yeah. Jungle Cruise was a way more awful movie experience. I'm sorry. Didn't even watch it. <laughs> uh, Colette Serra cut his teeth on horror movies like Orphan. Mm -hmm. Like the first Orphan nice. is like very scary. That's cool. He did House of Wax, and he directed your boy, Liam Neeson, in several of his quote-unquote thrillers. Oh, that's my boy, yeah. I think he worked with him like three times. Good. And now uh, Black Adam. He's currently directing Taron Edgerton in something called Carry On, in which I guess Edgerton's a TSA agent who lets like a weapon go through. I am such a sucker for movies that take place on planes. Oh, yeah? Yes. Well, Carry On might be the thing for you. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, as I mentioned, it has a 90% from the audience on Rotten Tomatoes. Listen to this four-star review from Jason. It had some story problems. Mainly, it's like tried to cram too much in, which feels muddled. Still pretty good compared with DC's track record. I mean, I agree with that. Four stars. I, I don't necessarily agree with the four-star aspect of that right. review, but I um, agree with... Yeah, the yeah. basic point that he's making there. Another four-star review from V, pretty much what I expected from a Dwayne Johnson movie. Agreed with that as well. Edna writes a five-star review. Edna. And she says, it was so badass, my grandkids loved it. I'm sure they did. <laughs> well, and look, it's a fun, it's a fun movie. Like it's not, it's not, you're not watching it and it's not a miserable experience. Right. By no, any no, means. no, no, no. I didn't hate it. It's just you watch it and you go, huh. They could have it, done something different there. I think it could have used more fun. I do too. It's there's it's not very brooding. Like, there's no there's a lot no of, fun in it. No. no, you know, it could have used a laugh or two. I thought. Do you know what my L favorite part was? Lighten up a little bit. Tell me. That trap door that kid had in his bedroom. Oh, that was badass. I that's like, <laughs> that's like some Hey Arnold shit right there. I felt bad for them. That kid and his mom. Black Adam basically destroyed their entire living quarters. They're like, he's walking through walls. They don't have a house at the end of this movie. They don't. It's called a door. It's, yeah. I, like that part I wasn't getting and I legit felt bad for them. I did too. I'm like, he's destroying all your shit for no Sucks. reason. No reason. So like I said, I thought it was a kind of a joyless plot mm -hmm. and it could have used uh, some more joy. Um... Eventually, yes, in Black Adam, I did start to 
plan what I was going to eat afterwards. Yeah, I mean. Sometimes that's a sign that the movie is losing me. For sure. Uh, I did go with a local chain on here in SoCal. My first time going to Silver Lake Ramen. What'd you think? I really enjoyed it. It's good. I like it. I thought it, it was really, They're popping really up all over the place. <laughs> really, really good. But um, like I said, I didn't hate it at all. I think it's a good building block for maybe a Black Adam versus Shazam movie or a Black yeah. Adam versus Superman. It's definitely a character that can keep going. Absolutely. And I think it, it hangs right there with Shazam pretty yeah. easily. It's not going to be a one and done. I mean, the big difference is Shazam has a lot of humor in it. Right. Where Black Adam, like you said, is way more brooding. But Dr. Fate all day. I. It's too bad he's gone. Sign me. I know. Give me that helmet. So if you had that helmet, would you be looking into the future? No, hell no. I don't want. I'd throw that thing out a window. Hell yeah! Right out the window. Right, (laughs) right out the window. So uh, later on this week, Cam, you and I are going to try to figure out why we're so moved by a soccer docu series. Oh, welcome to Wrexham. Make sure you get the tissues out about Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhaney buying a soccer team in Wrexham, Wales. Neither one of us a fan of soccer. I don't actively hate soccer or anything like that. I just don't get it. We were formerly not a fan of soccer. Oh, well, there you go. Also, a quiz from season one of House of the Dragon landed in my inbox from our quiz master, Emily, of the Marvelous Nerdcast. So Excellent. We'll head back to Westeros one more time, wrap up season one of House of the Dragon. Sweet. We'll put up a post on Instagram because I want people's thoughts. On House of the Dragon. All right. Like I said, missed the hell out of that on Monday. And we do love Andor. More Andor this week. Episode 9 coming at you. So Hell yeah. Make sure you're subscribed, following Nerdin' Out LA on Facebook and Twitter, Nerdin' Out on Instagram. Let us know. Maybe I'm, a, I'm all twisted up on Black Adam, and it was the greatest thing in the history of DC cinema. Yeah. Let Ravy know how upset with her you are. Or maybe you have a Burbank food recommendation, and I won't have to, you know, look for one. As the movie's not quite holding my interest. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty easy to figure out. Uh, look, if you have, maybe somebody hasn't, they took the purry purry chicken place out. That was my oh, favorite. Oh, no, purry purry. That was my favorite jam. What else are they going to throw in there? I don't know what's down there. I won't even go look now because purry purry's gone I, and it's a heartbreaker. I'm so depressed about it. Purry purry has just great sauce. Mm. Mm. sauce Does it have the juice? <laughs> it has the juice. I can't imagine a more beautiful thing. <laughs> it's purry purry. Obliterate that subscribe button. And thanks for listening to Nerdin' Out Nuggets. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Spin your passion into a business of Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com records.